You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Just looking at the uh, stock of Brimstone, the shares of Brimstone right now, that's the investment holding company whose key investments range from fishing to insurance, health and even education. Those went against the grain or against the tide, the negative tide, just a bit on the JC, finishing 5% higher following the release of its annual results. Uh, Brimstone sounded a pretty positive uh, tone, a horn, about the year ahead. And that's despite the significant drop in its profits in the year prior uh, due to pressure at some of its investee companies like Sea Harvest, which also released its numbers today. We do have Mustik Bray, the CEO of Brimstone, for more on the numbers. Mustik, thanks so much uh, for your time. Um, Not a bad day for uh, your stock. It was really interesting to see the uh, divergence between your stock and that of one of your investee companies being Sea Harvest, which actually finished the day 7% lower as investors reacted to their numbers. Just your take on Sea Harvest's performance as a significant shareholder in the company. Well, we're not that unhappy with Sea Harvest's performance for the year. There were a lot of the issues which brought down the profit or reduced the profit by one-third from last year. Okay. Went actually out of the control of management. And the, and the biggest single one was the additional fuel cost of 247 million rand. I mean, that's extremely substantial. I mean, if you just take that amount alone, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest, you know, uh, amounts in, in, in the reduction of the profit compared to last year. At the same time, they had 10% fewer less, less fish due to the reduction of the TAC and the quota cut. You know, so it's, 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 it's uh, all in all, we, we were, you know, we, we disappointed the profit is lower, but we're not that disappointed in that there are very, very good uh, reasons mitigating the reason why the profits have gone down. Mm-hmm. You have uh, investments in other companies, in other sectors. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how are you feeling about how those companies are performing in this environment? Well, it's a very, very difficult environment. It's been a very, very difficult 2022. I mean, if you look at the, the load shedding we've had in the country, look at the actual additional fuel costs for all the industries. If you look at the cost of transport, uh, the, the increase in, in, in food inflation, uh, it's been it's been quite dramatic. If you just take food inflation and transport inflation in the last year, I think it must have been in excess of about 25 to 30 percent. Fuel was much higher than that. So it's been a very difficult time, which also affects the people. I mean, so many people have lost their jobs. Mm. Unemployment level, uh, levels are very high, uh, which affects you. You know, and, and, and the fact that uh, we don't have we have all this load shedding, that's affecting the small uh, business person as well. Was, you know, and they are some of our traditional customers. So it's a very, very somber picture at the moment, mm-hmm. and we need and we need to be, we need to sort out the the, the power issue. Yeah, uh, and yet you have uh, delivered quite a positive guidance to your shareholders. Uh, you note the challenges in the macroeconomic and the political env- yeah. environment, mm-hmm. but you say that uh, you believe and you expect the group to continue to maintain its positive long-term view. On its investment. So, what's informing that positivity? If you if, if you just take a look at our investment, we've come out with uh, updates in the in the last week or two. In the last few weeks, the one is Oceana mm. has come up with an update. Uh, you know, uh, they've got a September year end. So those you know the numbers that we've got in the numbers only till the end of September, and then just today, early today, start you put out the uh, trading update as well. You know, so there are positive signs in our in our basket of of, uh, of investees. Of, of investing companies that are doing okay. So, mm-hmm. so it's not all doom and gloom. 
Yeah. And people are still eating in the bad recession and in the bad times, bad economic times, they're still eating food. Mm. And uh, both Seattle and Oceana are supplying basic food products to the to, 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 to the consumers. Sure, but how is it that uh, the performances of Oceana and Sea Harvest have been so different, given the fact that the two planes are similar space? Well, it's, it's, but, but they're completely different fisheries. I mean, uh, I mean the Oceana. I mean, as you as you can see from the numbers that were, that were put out on the trading update, that were put out was on on the portions. I mean, it's, it's you know. Uh, the previous year was affected because of uh, one the unrest we had in, in July 2021 in in in, in and then the fact that we had very low stock carried through into the 2022 financial year, whereas we've ended last year with very good stock holdings, both year and overseas with our fish mill in in, in Daybrook. Mm. and that's come through now. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, you know it's, it's quite simple. Whereas a sea office is not in into pulchets. And then only into fish meal, I mean, as, as, as a major commodity. Sure, sure. So, so you know, they complement each other. So we're quite happy that those two fishing companies complement each other. Okay. Circling back to the cost uh, pressures that uh, these businesses are facing, and I'm, I'm sticking specifically <coughs> with fish because I want to I speak about uh, food a bit more. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What does that mean for the price uh, of fish? going forward for uh, consumers? I mean, how much should they be looking at paying more uh, for? Yeah, as much as it's an actual catching of the fish, so getting out to sea where the fuel price has been high. And we can't put through all this, food, all, all this uh, direct, uh, additional direct costs. We can't put it all through. I mean, you know, with the issues last year with, with, uh, with importing of, 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 of our poultry as well, the raw materials coming in from, from other parts of the world, the cost of bringing it back into South Africa with containers and that which is horrific. I mean, it went up fourfold. I mean, mm. you know. So luckily, that that sort of seems to have stabilised quite a bit now, and that's looking better. Um, the fuel price at eighty-five dollars at the moment, average, is looking better than 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 a year ago as well. We went right up to one twenty dollars a barrel. Uh, but we, there's, there's there's really heavy heavy pressure on on management sure. to try and keep and and, and and make sure because you know we have got to put food at an affordable level at an affordable price on the table of of our, of our people. So, just given the fact that some of those input cost pressures then have come down, uh, we can possibly expect some some relief for fish for the pescatarians out there. Well, they, they should be. I mean, but there's you know, so many different input uh, factors. I mean, including the catch rates of our, of our boats. You know, with the uh, with the weather patterns changing in the world as well, we've seen extreme weather changes in in our in our country at the moment as well, and that has an impact on 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 on. on on approach when they go out to sea. You also say in your guidance, uh, Mastek, that you will continue to pursue value accretive opportunities. Can you unpack that for us? What do you mean? If you look at what we, we, we're doing at the moment with some of our investing companies, right, and where they come up with, with uh, stuff which they want to add on and that type of thing, and we're happy that we're going to get our re- internal rate of return, we will support them. And as opposed to at the moment, if you're looking at new businesses, the big issue you've got at the moment, you're looking at new businesses. Everybody wants to show their, their financial statements, but they want to put through a whole lot of adjustments because of the unusual COVID effect we've had over the last three years. To try and find the real number, to try and normalize all those numbers are extremely difficult. Sure. We're rather looking at our, our existing business where we can add on value, can add on, add, add on other products and that type of thing. Sure. For instance, uh, Oceana is now canning... Uh, meat as well. They're putting soya in cans as well. 
so you know we, we're very active with that type of thing to support them in doing in, in what they're doing all right so uh innovating there on on their product line uh, absolutely, absolutely. L- last question your shares um and yep. the extent of the discount to which your shares trade uh, on the markets compared to their uh, intrinsic net asset value. It got yep. bigger, and uh, I want to know how you feel about that and what the plan is to uh, reduce that gap. Obviously, we're not very happy about the discount. I mean, look, it's, 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 you know, we, we're trading at less than 50% of our intrinsic net asset value per share. So we're obviously not very happy about that. But, you know, in time, we will return the value to the shareholders. We're quite confident we will do that. There are various, various things we're looking at, unlocking, value for our shareholders it is a big issue for us uh, and we have been buying back some shares as well which is also critical for our shareholders okay masik we'll leave it there sir thanks much for your time masik bray ceo at brimstone you've been listening to another MoneyWeb safm market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m for more MoneyWeb podcasts go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.